Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to E-Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Thank you for choosing to listen to this episode of E-Ticket to Broadway, the only podcast that asks Broadway stars which musical theater characters would most like to go to Walt Disney World. As soon as this episode ends, or during, I won't tell, be sure you head to www.eticketpodcast.com to shop the magic. There is a lot of wonderful e-ticket merchandise for you to check out, perfect for a day at the parks. Are you following e-ticket on Instagram? Be sure to give us a follow to see photos of our guests at the parks, play games and answer trivia, and see what exciting things are happening with the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining the Patreon as well. All of that information is on our website. Before this episode begins, I wanted to introduce the e-ticket community to another great Disney podcast, the Book of the Mouse Club podcast with hosts Courtney and Emily. Courtney, Emily, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of e-ticket to Broadway. I know you both love Disney very much. Yes, we're we're on the same page. Absolutely. Could not love it anymore. Can you imagine if you started a Disney podcast, you're like, you know... I've heard of it, <laughs> but it's good we, that you both love it. We are and full Disney adults here. That's right. We like to say young at heart. I got that. You know, so we've got some young at hearts on this quick interview. So tell me, I wanted you to go back in time. I love asking all my guests this. What do you remember from your very first trip to the parks? Courtney, do you want to go first? Sure. So I was actually seven months old when I first went, so not much. Uh, but my family joined the Disney Vacation Club in 1994, so I have kind of a run of memories coming together from those early toddler years visiting. I feel like the castle cake from 1996 really sticks with me. I was a big fan of the cake. And here we are 25 years later. Crazy. I know. 
And I, I do like the decorations for the 50th at Walt Disney World very much. I'm not sure how I felt about the cake in a recorded setting, but <laughs> I really like this current one for the 50th. I feel like we all love the cake now just because we can talk about it. But at the time, it might have been a problem. But without it... Yeah. And truly kind of before social media, of course, where you might have had postcards and been like, that's the castle I'm going to see. And then you turn down Main Street and you're like, huh. <laughs> Emily, what about you? Do you remember anything about your first trip? Um, so like Courtney, my first trip, my mom was pregnant with me. So I was technically there. Um, when my sister was two, she took my sister. Um, but it's kind of hard for me to have early memories. I didn't go quite as often as Courtney. I started going a lot more frequently in my middle to high school years. Um, and then my college program, I've been going every year since my college program. Uh, but I do remember a lot of the yellow ponchos with the Mickey on the back. There's this great picture of my dad pushing me in the old metal strollers, like the ones you see in Disneyland Fun uh, sing-along song. And I'm asleep. And I have probably like one of those reusable drink cups in my hand. And I'm just like knocked out. And my dad's pushing me. And we're both in those obnoxious yellow ponchos. So I remember those a lot, the ponchos. I remember riding It's a Small World a lot because I'm on the shorter end of life. So it took me a while to, you know, reach Space Mountain Heights or Splash Mountain Heights. So I rode a lot of Carousel and a lot of It's a Small World, which my father will not ride that with me anymore. It's a Small World gets so much hate. I love it. I love it. I do. Everyone's like, but this, it gets in your head. I was like, because it's a good song. Exactly. I really want to get to Disneyland. I haven't been to Disneyland yet. And I know you are I'm a Mr. Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, but I really love that they incorporate Disney characters into It's a Small World. I think that's a lovely touch and a legacy to Mary Blair. So I'm, I'm looking for, that's one of the top things I'm looking forward to seeing when I do get to Disneyland. I really like that part too. What's funny is my first time, I believe I was five months. So we kind of shared this, like we went very early. Maybe that's the key. You know, if you go before you're one or if you're still in you the womb. You have Disney parents. It's still Disney be parents. a Disney adult yourself. And you will one day have a Disney podcast. <laughs> yep. So we love the Disney parks. Let's talk about Disney characters. Do we have favorites? Minus Belle, which should come as no surprise for a podcast about books. Yes. Um, same. This is where Courtney and I bonded. We met in college. We were TAs together. And after a few times meeting to talk about how we're teaching our students, the Disney part came out and how much we love Belle. Uh, but after my college program, I, I absolutely love Mickey even more. I was like, oh, yeah, of course you love Mickey. Who doesn't love Mickey? But after my program, I really love Mickey. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. And Mickey, again, every time you go to the park... And there he is. Mickey gives great hugs, a solid high five. He always he has a smile. He does. I like to say every time I see him, I say, do you remember me? And he always nods his head yes. So sweet. What about favorite Disney movies? This is going to sound very, no surprise here, but Beauty and the Beast tied to Belle. But if I'm going to go unconventional, it's absolutely hocus pocus. And now we are just at that time of year. Yes, we are recording this right on the precipice of October. Let's talk about Hocus Pocus. Well, okay. Emily, are you also a fan of Hocus Pocus? I do, but Courtney is definitely the spooky season queen. Um, so that one is, I love it. I enjoy watching it, but she watches it way more than I do. She's already, you've already watched it, what, twice, three At times least. already this season? I'm <laughs> saving it for October. Like I wait into the change and she's like, nope, Disney put their decorations up. My decorations are up. 
I'm watching Hocus Pocus. We love Hocus Pocus. I remember when it came out of the movie theaters and feeling a sense of ownership because it was a Disney film, Bette Midler. Like I was like, no other elementary school kids really know who Bette Midler is. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I remember getting it as a VHS at the Disney Vacation Club, Old Key West Resort, because you could rent movies there. And I just latched myself onto it. And then I'm old enough that I remember when my family first got a DVD player and my dad took us to Best Buy and we got to pick out movies. And I saw Hocus Pocus on the shelf and I was like, that's it. I love that movie. It's coming home with me. Do you have any favorite moments from the movie? I mean, Bette Midler singing I Put a Spell on You is like of course. top tier. But I did go to Salem in 2019 and got to walk past like Max and Danny's house, the town wow. hall, all of the exterior shots. And oh, that was a real treat. I Anytime someone gives me an introduction, I always want to say, thank you, Max. Yes. And it, no, it never lands. And I'm like, okay. No it would like right it. here. Yes. I'm here for you. Emily, do you have anything you'd like to contribute to the Hocus Pocus conversation? We just totally went off the rails. <laughs> Sorry. I love it for Hocus the Pocus. musical aspect. It, you yes. can't not – I love that it has a, a big musical number in it and that it's on the more teen side. Like it's pretty – we talked about – so Courtney and I talked about Hocus Pocus uh, with Aaron Wallace who wrote Hocus Pocus in Focus and – how it's a little more on the adult side like it's almost surprising to come from disney mm -hmm. uh but it has that amazing storytelling that is definitively disney as well right i mean there's a lot of you know more teenage conversations i'm upset that they shame virgins i think <laughs> that needs to be readdressed but there is a lot of talk of growing older what that means you know just the difference of age between max and danny you know, though I do call my nephews little leaguers. Oh. <laughs> the little leaguer. Anyway, let's get back to Disney theme parks. That was a nice departure. We are going to play a little Tweedledee or Tweedledum where I'm going to give you an option and let me know which one you prefer. But here's the kicker because there's two of you. I'm going to let you ponder it. I'm going to count down from three and I want you to say it at the same time. Okay. This will be interesting. On our show, there's a recurrent joke that Emily and I always have the same taste in things. So this will be the true taste or true test of that. So here we go. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain? Ponder. Three, two, one. Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Nice. We've got two Space Mountains. Yep. I would agree with you. I love Big Thunder as well, but. Space Mountain is actually where I did my college program. So I'm very biased on that one. <laughs> Tweedledee or Tweedledum, churros or Dole Whips? Ponder, three, two, one. Churros. Dole Whips. Ooh. We accept each other. Yes. So Emily has not been to Disneyland, so she hasn't had a good churro. I do like churros, but out of those two, I'm going to grab the Dole Whip. And I know Courtney's not going to because she would prefer a citrus swirl 100%. over Dole Whip. And do you have any other favorite snacks besides, I mean, citrus swirl? 100% Mickey pretzel. Mickey pretzel. Mickey pretzel. So if it was like Mickey pretzel or anything else in the world, you Mickey would have chosen Mickey pretzel. Mickey pretzel. Okay. Here comes another one. Snow White. Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty? There's three. Snow White, Cinderella, or Sleeping Beauty? Ponder. Three, two, one. Snow White. Cinderella. Okay. Why Snow White, Courtney? She's the one who started it all. Also, I think I've, I have a thing for brunettes. Fair. And why Cinderella, Emily? Um, so after we did our uh, princess book uh, from Chronicle Books, we read The Art of Disney Princesses. 
uh, I really came to appreciate Cinderella and the caricature, the character they had to build. Um, and she's a little bit more progressive than I think we give her credit for for 1950. She has some sarcasm um, and has such a great sense of humor about her situation. And that animation from Mark Davis of that transformation is just gorgeous. Yeah, solid, solid arguments for both. I'm going to also say Sleeping Beauty is a beautiful film. Oh, it's gorgeous. Music. Just to make sure that all three princesses feel loved. So Tweedledee or Tweedledum, watching fireworks over the castle or watching a parade down Main Street? Ponder. This one's tough. Three, two, one. Fireworks. Fireworks. Okay. Do you have a favorite fireworks show that you've seen? Remember Dreams Come True at Disneyland for the 50th. Hands down, one of the best shows First trip to Disneyland. Oh. It was. Perfect. Yep. When you saw it, had you been on all of the attractions that were referred to in the fireworks show? I feel like I had growing up going to Walt Disney World. What sticks out to me most is the Haunted Mansion segment where they did the stretching room and the fireworks went up oh, all around cool. you, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I forget if Star Tours was in it originally or that was added nope, that was later on. So we have Star Tours. It's just in Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'm trying to think if there's anything Disneyland specific maybe indiana jones but then i know the movies of course yeah um that was the summer i worked and i got to watch that show many many times emily what about you any fireworks show you love um so i have wishes i think um simply for the nostalgia and the college program but um particularly hollow wishes uh during my college program um i said i loved Mickey, uh, because Mickey and Minnie invited me a lot around the parks to join them to greet guests. Uh, but I have a lot of memories watching Hello Wishes from Casey Circus because I was helping Minnie greet all the fun guests in their lovely Halloween costumes and the fireworks. Um, I don't people don't realize until you're watching not in front of the castle that the fireworks actually go off to the side, uh, but they're really close to Storybook Circus. And they are huge if you watch the fireworks from Storybook Circus. So I had a lot of good memories. Um, quite a few nights during Halloween parties watching the fireworks with Minnie uh, from Storybook Circus. Love that. The fireworks over the castles are just so iconic. Though I do love a parade. But if Spectro Magic comes back, I could change my answer. You're ready. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's like You're... our Main Street Electrical Parade. Is 90s kids, Spectro Magic. Yeah, for sure. Okay, a couple more. Tweedledee or Tweedledum? The Little Mermaid or Frozen? Three, two, one. Frozen. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm dissolving your podcast. We're going to hate each other. <laughs> it's okay. Right. Just, you have good discussions. That's it's what podcasts are all about. Questions. Emily, you said. F- fr- no, you said. I little said Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Um, for my sister, that is her favorite. Uh, so I'm a Belle and she's an Ariel. Um, so we watched a lot of Little Mermaid together. And. The music in Frozen is incredible, uh, but I'm I'm giving it to Howard Ashman. That's fair. It, it was a very tough choice, but my gut instinct said Frozen. It's a special movie for me and my boyfriend. We kind of got together around that time, and he said I reminded him of Anna. So I was like, oh, you're so sweet. Uh- oh, that's great. <laughs> you're like, and he's a snowman. Yes. He can be my Kristoff, not a Hans, though. We don't finish each other's sandwiches. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, final one. A dream is a wish your heart makes or when you wish upon a star? Three, two, one. When you wish upon upon a star. star. Yeah, I'm with you. 
Any specific reason why? I feel like growing up in the 90s with the VHS tapes, those opening notes with the blue screen and the castle bars. And when you go to Disneyland and you go over the drawbridge, you can hear that song. And wishes when the entire chorus at the end just sings when you wish upon a star in that very Disney chorus sound cried every time without fail. It's a beautiful moment. Well, thank you both for playing Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'd love for you to share with the e-ticket to Broadway listeners more about the Book of the Mouse Club podcast. Sure. So Book of the Mouse Club is devoted to the literary side of the Disney realm. We interview authors who have written about Disney. We like to go deep into things that inspired Disney films. Like we have a fairy tale favorite series covering each of the princesses. So we love the parks, the films classic literature really our bookshelves are always full and always growing with so many great much great content being published Uh, so we try to put out at least one episode a month kind of like a little book club we always let our listeners know where we're headed next in the club so that they can read and listen along with us awesome and emily can you tell us where we can find you on social media so on twitter and instagram we are at book of the mouse And then you can also follow myself and Courtney on our personal Instagrams, which is tagged in our show notes. Awesome. Well, Courtney and Emily, thank you once again for joining on E-Ticket to Broadway and for sharing your love of Disney. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. This was so much fun. This will become quite apparent on the episode from the giggles, but this Broadway star and I go back over 20 years. We grew up together in Michigan, doing theater together, and then she immediately originated the role of Tracy Turnblad on the national tour of Hairspray, before performing the role on Broadway, and then originated the role of Pepper in Broadway's Crybaby. She's ready to know what the people know. Here is Carly Gibson. Carly, my friend of over 20 years, I'm so glad you're joining me on this podcast. I recently saw a very fun trip to Disneyland you took on Instagram. So my very first question to you is, why didn't you invite me to go with you? (laughs) <laughs> I'm so I, I always forget that we have this long standing pact that we can't do anything fun without each other. And I it always slips my mind. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> we've never really talked about Disney together, which is really bizarre. It is bizarre. When you were a kid, did you watch the Disney movies a lot? Oh, uh, absolutely obsessed. So I came up, obviously, similar to you in the area of the Holy Trinity, which was the Lion King, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Alan Menken era. And like, that was everything. That was basically what I think sparked my love for musicals in general, when when Disney really started doing those those animated musicals. And the music was, I mean, you you just can't touch the, the Alan Menken, and especially in those days. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, that was, I think The Little Mermaid was the thing that made me, you know, I mean, now every elder millennial, we're all out here running around being like, I'm a mermaid, but like, I am a mermaid. So like, I need people to stop (laughs) appropriating that culture because I actually am a mermaid and I'm very offended that a lot of people are trying to come for it. Okay. Did you ever go to like Michigan as a kid and like swim around singing part of your world? No, that happened in my bathtub. Okay. That was, that was a specific bathtub. Mostly because I could like lay, I could lay in the bed and like let my hair swing around and really feel the fantasy. Like that was, that was where that took place. And I had all these figurines that I would make sit on the bathtub ledge, watch me do that. And then my brother would bang on the door and be like, stop saying that song. And he would be so mad. And I'd be like, quit being jealous and get a spotlight. 
Go get, <laughs> go get into it. Cause as you know, my brother's in the business. He's a, he's it's a lighting, lighting designer. Yeah. So I'd be like, why don't you stay in your department, sir? Yeah, that's right. Do you ever watch the classic Disney movies? Like the Snow White's, Peter Pan's, Sleeping Beauty? I did. I early Renaissance. I did that. No, no. I did that a lot at my babysitters. Um, the only one I could never get into, and this is, so I had a mean grandma and um, this will, this will just show you very on how on brand this was. The only joyful movie she had in her whole house was Fantasia, which of the Disney movies is not the most child friendly. Like it's, no. it's, you know, it's sophisticated and it's, and it's, um, you know, it's for the intelligent mind and, and, or if you're on mushrooms, I don't know. Cause the dancing brooms, but like, <laughs> I actually think that that would be an interesting movie to watch under certain influences, but, um, but that was the only one she had. So I spent a lot of time watching Fantasia, no singing in that and, and not a lot of plot going on. Um, I'm actually not really sure what is happening in Fantasia. I, it's still a mystery to me. Um, so I did watch that and I, I loved Sleeping Beauty and I loved Snow White. Um, those were, you know, those ones were 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 so good, but now you know, looking back, I'm like, oh, a lot of you know the non consent kissing and stuff. Which can I could be honest with you, I just got. I, I think maybe I'm it. I, I it's beyond me. Like it, did, it just still doesn't bother me. I'm like, oh, but it was her true love. I don't know. Maybe I'm just brainwashed in an old way. Maybe. I mean, that Cinderella stuff doesn't check out either. Like she's the only one with that shoe size in that whole town. Like that just doesn't <laughs> check out to me. I never, I never got that as a kid. I feel like that was something I was, I was always like, I need a murder mystery podcast just to solve this because I want to know how this is a thing that she's the only six and a half in all the land. Yeah. But I mean, we can talk we, about that on this. It's problematic. <laughs> but though I, though I think because they are magic, you know, the fairy godmother made them. It's not right. just the size, it's everything. It fits like a real glove and it's just magical. I think that's I think that's how to justify it. Right. Like arch alignment and all that, like Dr. Scholl's yeah. realness. Like it got yeah. I mean, I guess. Like also I feel like, you know, the fairies could be they could be modifying how the fitting is going for other people as it's happening. So they're like, you know, they're making it maneuver and I keep saying fairies. It's not several I know, fairies, you it's did. one. It's, it's one, one fairy, fairy godmother. godmother. But there could have been some fairies. There could have been some fairies in the town. Yeah, I'm I'm sure of it. And they probably wanted their go at trying that shoe on. But again, it was a different time. And so they weren't going to let them try that shoe on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> So you spent a lot of time, you know, singing Part of Your World in your bathtub. Do you remember yes. the first time you went to a Disney park? I was grown. So I grew up poor AF, which you know, because you've known me for a hundred years. And so we didn't, we didn't have a lot. We did, we, I'm going to say the, 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 the redheaded stepchild. We did the Cedar Point. Okay. Where with the Berenstein bears and things. I don't even know if I'm allowed to mention these TMs here on this podcast, but um but we did a lot of the Cedar Point because it was just down the road in old Sandusky. And it was, we could bring pop bottles back and go stay in like the pink Cadillac hotel. And uh, just need to pause. They are pop. It's pop for us. I know what you're saying for others. Oh, yeah. Soda, what did I say? Soft drink. Oh, oh pop. I was like, did I not say pop? Oh, I thought you were coming. No, you said pop. Say, oh, right. And people don't know what that is. No, but is. we had, 
I mean, like I was a Disneyland kid, but um, we had Michigan's Adventure. We did have Michigan's Adventure. It wasn't what it is now. Like Cedar Point bought Michigan's Adventure and then they started to make it a thing. And then it got kind of cute. And then it kind of, I don't know what they did with it. They were just like, eh, I don't know. It got sort of, is it still happening? It's still a park now? I, th- I think it's still happening. But I always Do you remember the theme song? Land. Do you still remember it? Because I, because I will never forget it. Two parks for the price of one, twice Yeah, the but fun. you can't just, no, 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 no. I, I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. You cannot just do the tagline. There is a whole Listen, I'm, theme song to I'm it. staying in my department. I'm staying in my department. I'm a director. You are the star. Okay. Feel free. First of all, ma'am, <laughs> you and I used to do a lot of singing back in the day. So don't tell me that you don't know how to get out an eight bar. A of all, because um, I because I'm not buying that. You can throw away the receipt because I'm not buying it. Um, uh, no, how did it go? It was like, um, <clears throat> whoosh, well, now she ain't saying. It. I'm like an old Buick in the winter, and either she is not warmed up. Uh, Michigan, Michigan's adventure. No, that's not the right key. Hold on, Mich- Michigan's adventure. Twice the fun, wild water adventure. Two parks for the price of one. Twice the fun. That was it. That's really good. So anyway, <laughs> as a kid, hateful. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, but like, tell me what that was like the first time as an adult. I mean, like, okay, I will. I was okay. I was twenty four years old, and I had just come off one of the worst breakups of my adult life, and um, and I was so depressed. And my friend Darren was like, "We got to go to Disney. Like, this is the only way I know how to pull you out of this." I wasn't like eating. I wasn't sleeping. It was was bad. And so I was like, ah, and I was like on unemployment at the time. So I I was like, I can't afford to go to Disney. And he's like, I got you. He had friends that worked there. So we got the day passes and the half off of this meal plans and whatever, like totally hooked it up. We went for nine days because he was like, if we're going, and we went to Disney World. So he was like, if we're going to do it, we got to go for a period of time. And he's a Disney fanatic. And he's like, he, he's, he's kind of crazy in that, like, the schedule's really strict, but I tell you, we went for nine days, went to every single park, and there's not one show. We even went to the the um, Blue Loon Saloon, whatever, the uh, Hootenanny, whatever, where you take the boat over to the... There's nothing we didn't miss. Um, and it was, it was awesome. I saw every show. I saw everything. We touched every piece of Disney. So it was a whirlwind nine-day trip. And my mind was absolutely blown. I'm really glad that... You know, I'm, I'm obviously I would have loved to have gone as a child, but I'm really glad that I went where I was really able to appreciate it because I see people bring their kids to Disney and I'm like, this, this is a thousand dollars a day for you to bring your kid here. They are not going to remember this. They are ungrateful. They are falling asleep in the buggies. Like back when you used to be able to smoke at Disney and they had smoking sections, you used to just see dads just sweating and like counting the money and the wallet to see how much they had left, just like trying to pull it together as best they could. Like, and I just, it's, it's a stressful thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of grateful that I waited to be the age that I was. Well, and you know, cause I'm a poly pocket and you got to be this tall to get on things. I was probably going to have to wait till I was 24 to get on things. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would have been like, true. That is true. Been like, I don't know what to do with you, tiny person. Um, 
So it was, it was amazing. I, my mind was so unbelievably blown. I fell in love with the whole experience of it. And Darren was really good at also giving me Disney history and why Walt wanted things a certain way and the, and the, the way things were designed and how there's different birds in different areas and the scents that come out and how it's such a 360 experience. And I fell in love with the whole concept of it and how Walt really wanted something that was so separate from the life that you live to really create this magic. And then I was like, holy hell, the production that took place at those fireworks and the pyros and Fantasmic and like the safari ride. I was like, oh, that's a real lion. Like my mind was so blown at how meticulous and careful and and thought out everything was. I just thought this is the most perfect experience. And I, and, I, and people were like, well, I'm not really a Disney person. I was like, oh, you're dead inside. Because how could you not go and just be in that? And then the first time I saw the princess parade, I sobbed. And I was 24. And I wore the crown because Darren, and he didn't tell me this. He Because, you know, if you wear a pr- crown, they have to call you princess. It's like a rule at Disney. No matter how old you are, they're like, oh, right this way, princess. I didn't know this. But he was like, wear your crown. And so I did. And everywhere we went, they kept calling me princess. And I'm not going to lie. I was into that. Like in a big yeah. way. I'm sure that's a massive surprise to you. And it just, the whole thing, the whole, oh, and the Rice Krispie Treats. I was like, what is in this Rice Krispie Treat? It was the most amazing thing I'd ever put in my mouth, which is saying a lot. So I honestly, like it was, it was one of the most incredible things and I fell in love with the experience. And then I couldn't wait to go back. I actually did go back a second time right after my mom died. I was the, my mom died on October 24th and Christmas was around the corner. And I was like, I want to cancel Christmas. I want to cancel everything. I hate this. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to Disney. I have to. And that's where I spent Christmas. My first Christmas without my mom. It was, and it was really therapeutic and I cried a lot and it snowed on main street and they had hot chocolates and everything. And it was like, it was really sad. And like, I kept looking at like little girls with their moms and it was like hard, but it was cathartic for me in a way. And And so it's been more to me than just like a fun place. It's been like, I don't know. It's been like kind of full circle for me in a weird way. Not to make Disney all about me, but. (laughs) I have no further questions. That was wonderful. (laughs) You really just put everything about your love of this park and family and magic. I mean, I I love that you love it. I mean, this is, you're on the right podcast. Right. Exactly. That's why you were like, I'm doing a Disney podcast. I was like, okay. Um, well, no. And I, I, I do. I just, I think that it's, it's, it's really important. You know, I mean, look, yes, it's, it's a, it's a full enterprise and some money-making corporation. And it's a whole thing, but what it, what it really is, is a place to give people permission. And I'm not talking like you have to be a full Disney adult, like, I, cause that's a whole other, you know, f- Furby cult area comic-con thing well, like i don't know we say don't, young at young at heart we're young at heart <laughs> yeah but they're listen i don't take anything that seriously but i will i will go to the mattresses to fight people on on how amazing that place is and that it's worth every penny it really is because there's nowhere else that you're going to be that taken care of where that much thought and consideration is put into customer service which is something that like not to be an old crotchety curmudgeon and at the you know age that I am now but like it's something we don't have anymore we don't really customer service is, is something that's that is kind of been a, a dying uh custom in this country and so just to go and have that and 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 to yeah feel like a kid again you know it's 
it's hard to be a grown up, man. <laughs> it's it's really hard sometimes. And so it's really important to go back and feel that nostalgia and hope again, right? Like remembering a time where you believed in things, you lose that a little bit as you get old. You do. You 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 get a little more hardened, you get a little more tarnished, you get a little more untrusting, you get a little more guarded, and we stop believing in things, we stop believing in magic. And so there is an element of that that I think gets slightly restored when you go, not in a real way, but in a way to remember that you used to believe in those things and that there was power in that. Um, I was incredibly fueled by that narrative as a young person. Like, you know, I, I set out in the world at a really young age and did some really kind of what normal, what, what a lot of people think is, is like, um, you know, a brave thing to do. And to me, it it didn't have anything to do with bravery. It just, I had a lot of hope and faith in the world and just thought, well, this is a good place and good things will happen to me as a result of it. I was so wrong. That's not the way the world works, but you live and you learn. Um, And so I, you know, but to me, that's, it's, it's this restorative feeling when I'm, when I'm there at Disney and getting to see little kids, um, Oh, it is kind of, you know, as much as like, I'm not a big, big, big fan of children. Um, and sometimes I, I am that person and people get mad when you say this time. I'm like, can there be a Disney day where there's no kids at Disney? Cause that would be the perfect day. Um, and I know people get real mad when you say that. Cause they're like, are you kidding? And I'm like, no, not even a little bit. Um, but you know, even seeing the little kids like see their princesses for the first time and seeing, you know, Tiana and all that. It's cool. It's cool. And it just, you just remember the first time that you felt that feeling. So, yeah. When you were a kid or even today, do you have any favorite Disney characters? Oh, I have so oh, I have so many favorite Disney characters. Let me think. Um, obviously, The Little Mermaid is like is like OG for me. Um, that's that is definitely like my go to. God, why do I like draw such a blank? I'm trying to think of like, um, it. Yeah, I don't know. Like the whole the whole Little Mermaid clan, it, I think, is like really is really my favorite favorite, but I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the villains. Okay. Because they always got the really good songs. And like, I heard a rumor once that there was talk of a fifth park at Disney world and, or they are doing it now and it's going to be old classics or whatever, but there was a talk for a while they were going to do a villains park. And I was like, why is this not a thing? I feel like a villains park, it writes itself. It would be the coolest thing ever. I would spend all my time there. Um, I, yeah, I've, I always really, Ursula, obviously just circling back with my favorite movie. Um, but like Jafar and like, I don't know. They just, they always had, they always had the cool, you know, the cool sort of character arcs and stuff. Yeah. You know, Carly, I love that you mentioned both Ariel and Jafar because the voices have done this podcast and it was so cool talking to both John, Jody Benson and Jonathan Freeman about it. And I was like, I I did. Did she say anything about me? Yes, she did. Like I, I, I think I spoke to her, but honestly, I, I think I blacked out. But yes, I do oh, think I'm she sure. was like, she was like one time Carly Gibson was wearing a oh, bubble God. vest. Don't even, don't I, even. Don't. <laughs>
Okay, so this is a fun new activity we're going to do. This is some quick word associations. I'm going to say the name of a Disney character, and you tell me the first word that comes to your mind, okay? Okay, okay. Let me clear my mind. This is like that Warshack thing. Okay. Just the first word, and if it's a bad word, I'll bleep it out, okay? Okay. Ready? Here comes the first one. Prince Eric. Smoking hot. Okay, those are two words, but we're going to accept it. It's in hyphen. It's, it, that's a hyphen. It's fine. It's fine. When it's correct, it's fine. It's okay. correct. It's <laughs> Maleficent. Yes. <laughs> That's my Pinocchio. Uh, oh. Pinocchio. Um, <laughs> liar. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Smoking hot. Yes, liar. <laughs> okay, two more. Well? No, two more. And I, what's funny is I scripted this before our conversation, but here's the next one. Ursula. <sighs> Misunderstood. Oh, deep. deep. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, and and the final one is Belle. Meh. Oh, really? <laughs> hot, hot take. We love Belle, but okay. I do, I love Belle. I just I, she gives me she gives me she gives me complainy vibes. Okay. Oh. Like I feel like going back. I'm like it wasn't that bad. She literally. But she literally sacrifices everything for her family, whereas Ariel does the opposite. Yeah, because Ariel, first of all, the, the, those sisters have it all covered. She doesn't, they don't, they're trying to, They're. you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to Britney Spears her and make her be the star Ooh. of the show. And she's like, I'm trying to live my own life. Take out my IUD. Do you see what I'm saying? She wants legs. She wants to go. She doesn't want this life. And it's a woman's right to choose. And she chose legs. Okay. And she chose legs. She, she chose legs. She did for her. And why is it so wrong for a woman to do for herself and not her family? Okay. So what next question, ask? what are some of your must-do activities when you go to Disney? Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> well, it, first, we just start with the menu. There are so many things I have to eat. Usually, I'm like, this is my cheat day for the whole year, and I just go hard. So we talk in Disneyland, or we talk in Disney World? And I mean... That is a great question. We haven't really gotten into it. The first time you went to Disneyland, what was that like for you in comparison? The first time I, yeah, the first time I went to Disneyland, it actually was cool because I got to see, like, because I did Disney World first, going to see, like, the OG concept and how, you know, how they really tried to add on to it at Disney World. Like, it just gave me an appreciation, a big appreciation for the classics, you know, like the, the OG stuff that was there. Um, and it, it has such a nostalgic feeling to it. And um, so I, I thought it was awesome. And then, of course, they have, you know, California Adventure Land or whatever it's called, California Adventure Land? Yeah, California, California Land? Advent- no, no land. Right. Just oh, California, California Adventure. Adventure. Right. See, I always be trying to put a land after everything. Um, and so, yeah, I, but, oh, but honestly, it, it it's the food for me. Like, okay. So things I always have to do, I have to make sure I do Indiana Jones. To me, it's one of the coolest rides still there to this day. Yes. I love yes. a Pirates because you got to rest your legs, right? It's nice and cool in there and you get misted and like you get to rest your legs and you're like, I know how the story goes, sir. We're all waiting for the little drop and we're waiting for Johnny at the end and it is what it is. But like, um, oh, and have you, speaking of back, circle back to food, have you eaten in that restaurant? I I, I got one. The Blue Bayou? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sure Once. you have. I don't know even know why I'm asking you this, but um, no, there's still but, some. There's still some things at Disney I've never done. Really, like, like it's few and far between. But there's some, like the canoes, I've never done. <laughs> okay, let me um, ask you this. Let me ask you this. What? Did you get in that? What? Did you get in that crazy submarine thing? I will not do that. What do you mean? The crazy? Nemo ride where you on. go underwater. No, yeah. you're not. Tra- like no, the- no, you're no, no, you're not trapping me underground in the water at in a theme park with children. Absolutely not. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not doing that. I don't do the Nemo ride. It is the original Submarine Ride was one of my favorites, and I I think the Nemo ride is really sweet. But but that's okay. Okay, you so can, like, what? Just tell um, me what happens down there. Were you just looking at fish in a fish tank? But you're but you're trapped in a tube underwater. I don't think there's. I don't think I can change your mind. As as how I mean, like I just want to know what really happens because cool I'm never doing it. I mean, like you can look it online, but you know you're you're on a submarine, and then you're looking out at the water, and then you see the Nemo characters come to life. But they're like they're is it like a screen? Is it like a screen on the windows? I don't. I think it's just magic. I mean, I'm really upset that I feel like this is something I'm missing out on now. And but I'm, I got to be honest with you that I struggle with that. I really struggle with you putting me in a coffin with a bunch of with a bunch of strange mouth breathers with sticky hands. And now, you know, I'm just trapped under here underwater where I'm going to suffocate to death and actually will never die there because you can't die at Disney. That's the rule. That is the rule. Then that's the first time that's come up on this podcast. So thank you, Carly. For Listen, because I know all there. the secret things. I mean, if you want to talk about Disney, I'm going to talk about the secret things. I know about the secret things. <laughs> what about? Okay, wait. Here's another question for you. Uh, you, of course, starred as Tracy as the, on the first national tour of Hairspray before playing the role on Broadway. Do you think Tracy would enjoy a trip to Disney? Oh, and then some. Tracy would have been all over Disney. I think. Yeah. No, without a doubt. If she were to get a job, what job would she get? Oh, she would work in the, oh God, I don't know. Hold on. Oh, I could see her being like in one of the confection shops, like making the candies. And that's not just because, you know, that's not a fat thing. Like I'm not coming for that. I just feel like that's a place where you, you see a lot of excited faces come through because who is not excited to be in that place? And it's so cool to watch them make little candies and stuff. So I feel, I feel like she would do that. Um, or She could also or, like be, yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say, or she would be running the Haunted Mansion ride. Oh, yeah. See, I would think that she'd want to be, like, performing, like, in a parade, like, you know, she could be a dancer, like, in the Castle Show at Disney I wasn't trying to take that away from her. I just thought, I was thinking, like, Disney work, not Disney, like, performance cast member. I was thinking, like. Like what job would you, I guess maybe I was just projecting of what I want to do. I just want to work in the yeah. candy shop. I think really that's what's going on here is I'm just projecting. Oh, Suey, we'll be right back. Oh, what's the big idea with these commercials? Oh, with this Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, it's time for Fast Pass Answers. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question. You can answer as many as you can in that time. Are you ready? Are these trivia questions? I feel like I won't be good at this. I'm a high school dropout. Is it it too late to mention that? I don't have a diploma. (laughs) No, I'm aware because I went to high school with you. Okay, there's no math in here, right? I was like, take me with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, there's <laughs> there's no trivia. There's no trivia. Okay, okay. ready? Carly, yes. what is your favorite Disney movie? Little Mermaid. Name one of the seven dwarfs. Sleepy. Favorite snack in the parks? Um, Rice Krispie Treats. Name any song from Hairspray. I can hear the bells. Favorite Disney princess? Uh, Ariel. Name a Disney villain. Oh, all of them. Um, um, uh, uh, um, oh, 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 it's happening. I'm having a stroke. Um, uh, um, no, I wanted to not name Ursula because I feel like all I do is talk about the Little Mermaid. And in my attempts to be diverse, I completely had a stroke and I didn't get to answer. And I will still answer for the record. Please do. Please do. And I'm going to say Jafar. Okay, great. Rice Krispie Treats. I love when yeah. people love snacks from the parks that is like not specific to Disney. But it, you know, like but you get a Rice Krispie Treat. No, that's true. It's magic. I get it. It there, but I think they just use so much butter or something. Like they're so gooey and ooey. Like I just, I don't know. My friend Darren tells the story, but when the first time we went, he's like, "You were so obsessed with them," and he's like, "I remember waking up at like three o'clock in the morning and hearing like the like the." like the cellophane cellophane wrapper and he's like I flip on the the night switch and literally you're sitting there eyes closed just shoving the rice krispie treat in your mouth like full like half awake but still like whatever I was like oh I was sleep eating I must have been dreaming about it and I was like I still have some but didn't fully commit to the wake up like because you don't want to wake yourself up fully because that's insane you can't just wake up and eat a Rice Krispie treat, but you can sleep eat it. And I did. And he's like, I thought we had a mouse in our room or something was going yeah. on because it was just all this like fidgeting with the thing. And then it's like, the, like nope. it's like the night camera, like catching yeah. the raccoons eating the trash. Yes, <laughs> that was me. Just a full trash panda, just half asleep, just just shoving Rice Krispies in my gullet. I love them so much. Carly, it's time for trivia. This one's very interesting to me and very uh, closely connected with your Broadway career. That's the hint going into it. Here we go. Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Mickey Mouse is an animated comedy TV series that I watched on Disney Plus a lot, and it features Disney cartoon characters Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto in contemporary settings such as Paris, Venice, Tokyo, and New York. 
and the series has the slapstick feel of the earliest Mickey Mouse shorts while providing a modern update, and this style can be seen in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction at the Disney parks. In the 2018 Mickey Mouse episode titled The Fancy Gentleman, audiences meet Wadsworth Thorndike III, an etiquette instructor Minnie has hired for Mickey. Which creator, producer, and actor born in Baltimore gives voice to this character? Is it John Waters? It is John Waters. Wow. Carly, you did it. I mean, you set me up for that, so I do appreciate the lead-in, if I'm being honest. I really do appreciate that. Don't make me look stupid on national television. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. This is national television, isn't it? It is, yeah. But also, like, he was in another episode in 2013. Yeah, who knew? John Waters giving voice to a Mickey Mouse short. That is one of my favorite things about John Waters is the unexpectedness of of him. Like, everything that he does, it's always like, really? But you're like, no, that's still very on brand. Carly, you famously originated the role of Tracy, as we talked about in the national tour of the Tony award-winning musical hit Hairspray just out of high school, and then played the role on Broadway, which means you sang that score for quite some time. So in today's game, Hairspray or Disney, I'm going to share two different lyrics, and I need you to sing the lyrics that belong to the musical Hairspray. Uh, Bonus points if you can name the Disney song I'm referencing. And of course, if you sing any of the Disney lyrics, you immediately win 30,000 bonus points and a Rice Krispie Street. Okay. Shouldn't it be 33? I'm just saying. Ooh, fancy. Like Club 33. I'm with you. Okay. So, but again, I'm going to say two sets of lyrics and you're going to either sing or speak, but please sing the lyrics that belong in the musical Hairspray. Okay. And then we'll discuss. Okay, so number one, that haunts me I'm going to read dreams. both lyrics. I know. Okay. Number one, I would go most anywhere to find where I belong, or I know every step, I know every song, I know there's a place where I belong. I know every step, I know every song, I know there's a place where I belong. And that's Good Morning Baltimore. That's right. Well done, but very similar. Both Hercules and Tracy. Okay, number You're two. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Often I am, but when it comes to Disney and Broadway, I'm usually not. not. It's kind of my brand. I would go most anywhere to find. Right? That's right. But first of all, that key. Yes, that's right. Okay, number two. Again, I'm going to name two sets of lyrics and you sing the hairspray lyrics. I can hear the bells. Well, don't you hear them chime? Or to the big bells as loud as the thunder, to the little bells soft as a psalm. Okay, first of all. I know that I can hear the I can hear the bells as, as far as I can hear the bells. You didn't disguise that one very well. <laughs> I did not know. So so it's you literally are the title of the song. Um, you're right. But so I don't, you're correct. I don't I don't know the second. I don't know the, say yeah, it, the, the second, second, second one again. I'll say it again. To the big bells as loud as the thunder, to the little bells soft as a psalm. Yeah, I don't even know what a psalm is. So I. <laughs> I'm going like to need to phone P-S-A-L-M. a friend. P-S-A-L-M. Yeah, I know. Like, like Bible stuff, right? Yeah, I need to phone yeah, a friend. like Bible stuff. Okay. Yeah. But again, you figured it out. You know which one is the hairspray. That's the real game. 
Don't try to make me feel smart because it was the dumbest question a person's ever been asked. And then you try to be like, no, but you got it. Look how good you did. I I like to support. Um, The second one is actually from the Bells of Notre Dame from Hunchback. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's, yep. Yep. That one sounds, that sounds on brand. I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah. It, it was, I don't. It kind of, yeah. Well, what are you doing later? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess I got to get on there. Now I'm going to, now those bells are going to haunt me in my dreams. That's right. Okay. Number three for Hairspray or Disney. Let me know which one is from Hairspray. I'll be there someday. I can go the distance. I will find my way if I can be strong. Or there's a cry in the distance. It's a voice that comes from deep within. Which one is from Hairspray? Neither. Is that a trick question? It's not. The second Wait. one is from I Know Where I've Been. There's a cry in the distance. It's a voice that comes from oh, deep within. I didn't, oh, I really didn't listen to the second one because I was – I didn't pay attention. I uh, This is going to, uh, to, into the toilet. Yeah. No, the first one's uh, Go the Distance again. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, number four, without – you're going to be great on this one. Which one is from Hairspray? Without love, life is like the seasons with no summer. Or when life gets rough, I like to hold on to my dream of relaxing in the summer sun, just letting off steam. Okay, I think I can do this one. Uh, Without love, obviously from Hairspray. And I believe the second one is from Frozen? Yes, it is from Frozen. Right? Okay, okay, good. It's um, Olaf's song. It is Olaf's song. You are really trying to make up for that last one. You're like, well, it was written in this meter. It was a freaking car wreck is what it was. No. Okay, we're almost there. Number six. Hey. Someday I will meet a man you won't condemn, or someday my prince will come. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, the first one's from Hairspray, um, and it's Mama, I'm a Big Girl Now. Yes. Um, and then uh, the second one is um, Someday My Prince Will Come is Aurora is Sleeping Beauty. No. No. See, I get it's Snow White. It's Snow White. It's Snow White. I always get those two confused. I, f- I hear you. They're, they're both asleep for a while in it and are woken with a kiss. I know. And I can never remember which is I Knew You, I Danced With You Once Upon a Dream. And that one. I get them confused. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Number seven, this one's my favorite. Okay. Is it, let me see, I have three, five, no wait, I have 20, or I've got who's it's and what's it's galore, you want thingamabobs, I've got 20. Okay, well, like, I'm not dumb, so I know the second one is from The Little Mermaid, and I'm trying to find the trick of where this, let me see, I have... Is in hairspray. Where is that? Say the first one again. Let me see. I have three, five, no wait. I have 20. Oh my God. I don't know. Is it in Good Morning Baltimore? No, it's, it's Miss Baltimore Crabs. I believe she's referring to number of songs. I didn't sing that song. Now that is some. I did not sing. That is, it is from Miss Baltimore Crabs. I, that, listen, I was doing. Nah, no, I do not. Yeah, if that's a line I say, yes. Wait, when? Oh, show me. Where do I say that? Okay. I need proof. I don't believe this. Hold on. I say that. Oh my god, it is not queued up. Well, I'm sure I've got plenty. Let me see. I have 
<sighs> okay. To be fair, that is not a sung line. That is a spoken fair. line. And I thought that the whole point of this game was to have sung lyrics because you said the word lyrics. That is a line out of yes. the book. But I'm sure that those lyrics appear in rhythm form in the score. Well, we're going to have to ask Mark Shaman about that because. Yeah, okay, great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him if that's a lyric or if that's in the book. I'm going to be like, did you get paid for that one? Or did uh, yeah. Mark O'Donnell get paid for that one? Let's find out. I just, I love that Tracy's sweaters and Ariel's thingamabobs, 20. It's 20. very similar. Okay, a few more. And the line where the sky meets the sea, it calls me, or it's deep as a river and soars to the sky. One is from um, Hairspray, one's from Disney. Deep as a river and soar through the sky is uh, uh, Blacker, uh, uh, Run Until That. And yes. um, I see the line where the sky meets the sea, it calls me. Oh, I love this as Moana. That is a yes, bomb song. Every time I hear that song, I have to just stop what I'm doing. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. All the cars are honking behind you. You're like, I have to finish the song. <laughs> You're like, get out of the road. <laughs> Okay, a few more. And at last I see the light and it's like the sky is new or ever since we first saw the light, a man and woman like to shake it on a Saturday night. Right. Um, So obviously, I know the second one is from You Can't Stop the Beat. But see, I already forgot the first one that you said. Say it again. And at last I see the light and it's like the sky is new. I know it, but I don't know it. At last I see the light. It's one of my favorites. I, I, I like I can hear it, but I can't. Okay, just tell me. Yeah, it's from Tangled. The song is "I See the Light." Oh, I never seen that either. That it, I, I fully lied about that sounding familiar. It just is a good lyric. You might have seen it in the parks. They they play it. It replaces oh, a good lyric. and Fantasmic. Yeah, I have thoughts. Okay, number ten. There's going to be a bonus one, but here's number ten. Because it's time for a star who looks just like you, or. Come on, everybody, shout out loud, a star is born. Um, First one, obviously, from Hairspray. Time for a star who looks just like you. Welcome to the 60s. Um, yes. And I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't yeah, this one's actually, it, it's it's the very end of Hercules. A star is born. Oh. Hercules, for the credits. Such, such a good such Hercules, a good one. yes. Yep. Okay, here's the bonus round. I feel like this one's going to be hard. No, it's not. The rats on the street, I'll dance around my feet, or riff rat, street rat, I don't buy that. Right. Hairspray Aladdin. Mm. That's right. Coming in strong. Carly, you did so well. I don't know. I really feel like I could have done better, but that's just me, and I'll talk to my therapist about my need to be perfect on everything. I'll talk to my therapist too, but my therapist is Mickey Mouse, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, boy. Let's hear from some of you. Uh-huh. Carly, put on Instagram. Here are some questions from your fans. Alana asks, if Tracy Turnblad could be any Disney character, who would she want to be? Oh, um, I think that Tracy would want to be... Oh, this is really good. And I feel like I... It would be somebody, 
You know, I honestly kind of feel like she would be Tiana in the way that like she want to make her own way in the world and like do her own thing and and become successful. And it's not really about a man and it's not really driven in that way. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think she would really love that. I do too. Um, Carrie asks, what's your go-to Disney Parks outfit? You oh, yeah. Okay. A lovely photo. You did send me a lovely photo of a poncho, which I'm I'm very excited about. But oh, I've always been a poncho. Um, so I'm I would have to say she's not a princess, and you haven't asked me my favorite Disney character. Um, you it's me about princess, and so no. Tinkerbell well, is my absolute favorite. And so I usually try to wear something tink. I have tink shirts. I have I have some. I have a necklace. I have a tink necklace. I um. Yeah, I tink everything. I usually, I did not wear a crown this last time because I couldn't find it. Um, so I do try to do some form of ears, um, although it can give you a headache after a while. And then like always some sort of shirt and regalia of some sorts. Um, but yeah, I don't, it's never the same every time I do like to mix it up. But you got to be functional. I mean, that's the thing. It's a long day. You're on your feet. You're in the sun. You want to stay cool. But if you get wet, you got to think about it. And then it gets cool at night. So, like, you really got to think about the whole day. And for me, it's about functionality. So a fanny pack always as well. And bring that poncho. Get you that $2 poncho. poncho. Don't buy one at the park because it'll be the $15. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Philip would like to know, and I, we did go over this, but Philip did ask, what's your favorite Disney movie? Yeah, I definitely The Little Mermaid. Like, without a doubt. It just, it's what I put on. Have you seen in the very beginning the hidden Mickey, Donald, and Goofy at the concert? No. What? Oh, my gosh. Listen, I don't like to give away spoilers, so um, I'm going to tell you this off offline. Oh, okay. Off the record. And Laura says, do you relate to any of the Disney princesses? Oh, um, all of them. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, all of them in their own right. I mean, like... I think everybody thinks they're the main character of their own story, which is a very Disney princess vibe. And I relate to that hardcore. I'm a full Leo sun with a Libra moon. And so I'm very emotional, but like also impulsive and, and um, insane. And so I, I like all of that. I mean, like to me, the princesses are always like they're in the prime of this transition of their life from their childhood into their womanhood. Right. And so they're always like, you know, rebelling against that and, and, and sort of finding their way in the world. And it's this very, like, everything feels very coming of age, but with its own, you know, specific narrative. And, and so I think there's, there's no way you can't relate to some of that. I mean, um, I definitely fantasized about being, you know, like Jasmine in a very like trapped sort of like in a castle and, and same thing with like Rapunzel and you know what I mean? Like that's, that was always sort of the fantasy. Um, but you know, not to just be trite about it, but I gotta say the little mermaid, you know, like we both sing, we both really like having legs. We both think Prince Eric is smoking hot. You know what I mean? Like we, uh, you know, we like to collect things. Like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like hoarder status, but like it is kind of hard for me to let things go, mostly because of my abandonment issues, which is like a separate thing. But like, you know, I, I, I feel her. I feel like coming from a big family and you're like trying to break away from that. You don't feel like you belong where you were born. Like I relate to that real heavily. So th that is for me. Like she is for me. That's fair. I do remember the first time we met, you literally walked right up to me and started touching my hair and saying, I love your red hair. 
It's just so, like Ariel. I'm so upset. <laughs> no, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. Oh my God. Because if you would have done that to me, I'd have been like, oh my gosh, I love Disney too. It's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Carly, it's Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options. Tell me which one you prefer. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Space Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain? Oh, Big Thunder Mountain. I got to say it. It's so cool. It's one of my favorites. And if you get on the back, you can really get the whirly gigs in your stomach. Yep. love. I love Big Thunder. I think I know the answer to this one. Prince Eric or Aladdin? <laughs> Eric, all day. Yeah. You love him. I really do. Do you love Max? Remember Max, um, the dog? Can I tell you a story about my my this is my my brother's five years older and we got into this big fight and it is most one of the most traumatic things that ever happened to me. So I had an Eric doll, right? It was he was like a life size, not life size, he was a Barbie size doll. And I was collecting all of them. And my brother and I were playing with Barbies in the basement. That's right. That's right. I just called you out playing Barbies in the basement. You were 12, I was seven. And he was like, oh, I'm going to take this one because he's a pilot. And I was like, because he had this white shirt on with the little like epaulette things and whatever. And I was like, he's not a pilot. He's a sailor. And we got in this huge fight about we were doing this tug of war. And he was like, he's a pilot. He's a sailor. He's a pilot. He's a sailor. We're in the basement, right? So there we have the, the boiler, like the water heater boiler or whatever. And it has like an opening at the bottom where there's actual fire that's like heating the water. And he's like, he's a pilot, watch. And he threw him to fight and he flew into the flames and I watched him burn alive in front of my eyes. It was the most traumatic thing ever. And Ariel was a full widow until Christmas, which was like a long way away until I could get another Eric doll. But they had changed the model at that point and like he just like did not look the same. And Ariel knew that he wasn't the same. And like just things were never the same after that i feel like that's I'm when so life sorry really yeah yeah it was like so traumatic so my love for eric is like as a widowed woman like it goes very deep okay so yes. <laughs> well, well there's no good segue tweedledee or tweedledum <laughs> radiator racers or expedition everest Ooh, radiator racers it's so cool and also <laughs> what i hate I'm you that's a real thing that happened is a real thing that happened. It was really traumatic. Um, radiator racers. I think it's so cool. Uh, the expedition Everest one, I uh, is fun, but I'm not a big per- a fan of a pull hill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I hate that. So what if I put, what if I say radiator racers or Indiana Jones, where mm-hmm. would you go there? That Indiana one's hard. Jones think... all day. No, okay, Indiana Jones fair. all day. It's the coolest ride. It is my mom's favorite. As well. It's you know what I just realized, Carly? Probably around the same time, I brought a porcelain figure of Snow White to kindergarten. And I was, those was like cardboard um, bricks. They were like, you know, three dimensional bricks. And I put Snow White on it and it tipped. And my Snow White thing shattered. Oh my and my God. kindergarten teacher was like, well, you shouldn't have been playing with it. And I clearly have never forgotten that. But it is traumatic as a kid when your Disney figurines get destroyed. Is that the day that you were like, I'm a homosexual because you cried no. about your... <laughs> well, I think it was that I brought Snow White. Right. I brought Snow White to kindergarten. You're like, you're like when I was in kindergarten, I brought my Snow White figurine to kindergarten. I'm glass, like, glass figurine. Is this also the day? Oh, bless. That is really upsetting though. And but she's like, right you saw though. Prince, yeah, you saw... Hey, but you saw Prince Eric get you know burned alive. I saw Snow White shatter. 
it's those are hard things to recover from. I don't know that I have recovered. I do think that it's worth both of us bringing that up in therapy this week. We yes, should appreciate. just as a you know a precaution. Yeah, or we can keep talking about it here. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Okay, okay. Final Tweedledee or Tweedledum. You can't stop the beat or without love. Without love, because you can't stop the beat. You have a full heart of stroke, like that every time. Uh, Without love was, I think, one of my favorite numbers to do in the entire show. It's one of the coolest songs. It's the most fun to do. The stage is the coolest with the light bright wall behind you. Like it just was my, and it was some of my favorite dancing. Some of my favorite choreography. Carly, if you could bring any Disney character to the stage, which one would you choose? To the stage? I want to, yeah, I want to like, I think we should do a whole Tink story. I just think that she's had such a B storyline for so long. And like, let's find out about her family and where she's from and like, just get into the full scope of that. And like, this unrequited love she's had for Peter and like how Wendy keeps getting in the way of that. And yeah, like, I think, I think I would bring Tink's story, but I would do it like David Fincher style where it would be like, it would be dark and it would be like, not a musical. It would be like a play. And like, we would really get into it. And like, yeah, I feel like I would be into that. I love it. I would watch it. Right. And finally, Carly, what's the first thing you're going to do the next time you go to a Disney park? Oh, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to sign up for the Star Wars ride because I missed it last time because we went to Disney, California, the first part of the morning and you have to be in the park or whatever. So I missed the rise, the rise, rise of the resistance, rise rise of the resistance. I missed it and didn't get to do it. And I hear it's awesome. So that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to get in. I'm going to get in the virtual queue and then I'm going to go go to Rice Krispie Treat. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be there for that. but. Carly, thank you so much for joining me, sharing your love of Ariel, your nine-day trip to Walt Disney World, watching the Princess Parade, the Rice Krispie Treats, and Tinkerbell. I can't wait to go to Disneyland with you one day. It's going to be so much fun. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, let's do it. Bring Jody Benson, please. <laughs> yes, Jody Benson, if you're listening to this. Come on. Please. I love you so much. You're from Illinois. We're from Michigan. We can talk about being Midwestern. You yeah. Know. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Carly will be wearing a full Ariel costume. I will, you can watch me lay in my bathtub and fling my hair around and be full circle. For you. (laughs) I'll wear a bathing suit. Don't make it weird. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, everyone and Jody Benson will see you at the parks. Okay. I feel pretty, oh so pretty, I feel pretty and witty and bright, and I pity any mouse who isn't me tonight. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.